0: Yo, what up? We are back with another episode of uh, Big Ten Coast to Coast. We are back. It's your boy Ant with Matt. It's good, man.
1: What's up? What's up? What's up? Eventful weekend for sure. You got a lot to talk about, especially uh, Michigan Michigan State post game. Oh, wow! Uh, and basketball starting up. There's a lot to talk about, but we were just talking for the podcast. We're trying to figure out what your uh, go to Starbucks order was because I was complaining about drive through.
0: Yeah, and like how so I get when whenever the drive-through is slow, because I'm like, okay, if it's slow, mm. it means that they don't know what they're doing. Uh, they got like not a lot of people in there. Then I get twice as nervous when I pull up to the window, and then I end up seeing a bunch of people in there and they're slow. I'm like, okay, so we got a bunch of training going on. So I get a I get a venti iced chai tea latte. Okay. With light ice, and two extra pumps of chai, for eight pumps total. Oh, sheesh! It's that's really that's, not that. that's pretty easy.
1: That's, that sounds yeah, good, but That's really, like that's
0: pretty easy. It sounds easy, right? No, but like sometimes <laughs> I'll, cause I know exactly the color it should be, and yeah. I've gotten it look like off, and I'll tell them right away like this was done incorrectly i'll tell them straight up like look this is not correct i already know it's not correct and sure enough every single time i'm correct you're right yeah for sure for sure um where do you want to start did you see what went on with everything or like or like did you see secondary or like or or what yeah i saw everything that went on
1: with the michigan michigan state stuff so if you want to start off with that i'm sure that's what people are mostly tuning into here because I don't know how many people watch the Illinois basketball scrimmage, right? So I think we should probably start start football first, then we can talk basketball in a bit. Right.
0: Yeah, so um so first of all, that that game I don't think should ever be played at night again, in my opinion. Uh, I just why, heard, why so? I just heard the energy around the stadium was just really bad and weird. It was like really it's really weird energy. Just like mm. Like, people were just on edge, and you know that they were liquored up, and they had yeah, you know, and they had the alcohol going, and, and they're drinking all day, right? They're, like, they're just drinking from, what, like, 6, 7, 8 in the morning until this game that doesn't start until 7.30. So people, people were saying over the course of the entire day that it was just – it was just – man, it was just so, it was just so strange. It was just so strange in the mm. with, with the people and just everybody on edge. and um, It was pretty wild. Uh, the game itself, I didn't watch any of it because uh, I, <laughs> um, I was at I was at at my aunt's 50th anniversary, my aunt and uncle's 50th. Yep. So I uh, had to go down there for that, but What I was able to do while I was driving back from North Carolina, I was listening to people in the Twitter space. We were just talking about the second half and just, like, going. And, you know, they're saying, okay, Michigan just drove, like, field goal. Then they drove again, field goal. They drove again, field goal. Mm-hmm. I think there was a, think there was a fumble, then they scored a touchdown. Um and then the conversation started going off into like 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 Heisman talking, quorum, um, talking about JJ. And then all of a sudden this is now after the game, and someone goes, Hey, hey, someone says that they were fighting on the field. And I'm yeah. like, like it's like okay, a little scuffle. Like so, like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, they blew the whistle. There's like drawing back and forth, like in the middle of the field, and they're getting broken up by refs and coaches and all that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then, and then I saw the, and then someone was like, you know, a Michigan player got you know, got into a fight in the tunnel. I'm just like, what? And then Matt Charbonneau. Had the tweet, so they put that tweet at the very top of the space. So now people were seeing and re- like reacting live to it. Yeah. Right? they're just reacting yeah. live to it. They're seeing it live, and they're just like, "What is, what is going on? What is happening?" And um, and then for a while, uh, people were like, "Yo, that's that's um, Andrew Anthony." And then we had just like live discussions in the chat. People were like, that's Andrell. They're like, no, that's McBurrows from Florida. And they're just going mm. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, and then people started started thinking that it was McBurrows over Anthony because I believe Anthony was seen on the field celebrating with the team because they have the same jersey number. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Offense-defense thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, same jersey number, same build, um, same uh, – same hairstyle, same skin complexion, um, but I believe it was Alex. She pointed out she was like, "I think it's McBurrows because he's from Florida and he's usually wearing the long sleeves." Yeah, and I don't think Andrew- that makes sense. So they are like, okay, so we think it's McBurrows, and then as we're going off talking about that, it goes into. Like there was a second person involved, and we didn't know who that was uh, that night. But we heard it was a second person involved, and then we see the, then we see where uh, where Tucker came out and said that like, like he's not sure what happened. He's just trying to get guys into the locker room. He's unsure the 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 details. blah, Blah blah blah. And then it comes out another video of some dude reaching out. And like touching Mel Tucker's head, which was weird, yeah. very very strange. So then we mm-hmm. so then we <clears> talked <throat> about that. So all in all, bro, like like once I ended the space, um, we were in there till like one thirty in the morning, and mm-hmm. there were there were I think it said over twenty eight hundred tuned into it. So that mm-hmm. was interesting, but all in all, man. Um, from your standpoint, from your standpoint, what were your what were your immediate thoughts of what went down?
1: My immediate thoughts were I, I saw again. I didn't I didn't get to watch the game live. I watched replays of all the games yesterday because I was super busy with my friends. My parents were in town, so we were kind of hanging out with them. Um, and I remember I, I I got on Twitter and I saw you were in a in a in a space and I was like I'm out to eat, so I can't really like. Jump in or whatever. Hit hey, late, late dinner, and I, I like go okay. What's the, the top posted t- like tweet? Like what are they talking about? And it was the it was the tweet you were referencing about uh, the fighting. And I went, oh no, here we go another Michigan's uh, you know single lo- locker room one way controversy again. Here we go, like it's people throwing PBJs at each other again, right? right. And then I start watching the video. And I was like, oh, shit, like this is going to be a much bigger deal than just somebody throwing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at each other, right? And that was immediately – I started seeing punches being thrown. And then I was like, who are they throwing punches at? Because in the video I saw – I couldn't really tell where the – and then they saw the Michigan player kind of like escaping out. And I was like, oh, like, oh, this is real bad. And then I was like, okay, were they defending themselves or were they just like attacking this kid? Right, because I was like, well, it'd be pretty stupid, of the Michigan player, to f- try to fight the entire team. And then it was like other videos showing like uh, the the guys getting jumped. And then I was like, all right, this is this is real bad. Like I'm actually disgusted. Like that 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 shit is bad. Because like it's one thing if you're like one on one fighting somebody and you guys are like talking shit and you're both you know beating each other up or whatever, like that should be punished. It's a whole other thing if you and your friends are jumping one dude. Like especially after you lost, like. Going back to the locker, like that's just trash behavior, straight up. Um, so, I, 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 if I'm a Michigan State fan, I'm embarrassed. Um, I, I, I'm embarrassed as a Big Ten fan, right? And just like genuinely enjoy watching. Like that's the nightcap on ABC game, and you know, you know that stuff is like being broadcast live on national television. Like that's just embarrassing for the conference. It's embarrassing for the the, the school involved. It's embarrassing for the coaching staff. Um, like that's just like trash behavior. And I know, like, a couple of the videos I saw this morning. Like, one of them was like posted by like a recruit's parents, right?
0: yes like, so that so that recruits parents, um, it showed the it showed the second one. It yeah. Showed the, it showed the second person that was uh that that like happened to be like dumped in the whole in the whole melee. And I think Josh Henschke from uh, Rivals posted who it was. And I'm pretty sure. Let me see who was it. Uh, Jamon Green, Jamon Green. So yeah. So, so apparently, what happened was McBurrows was headed back to the locker room. I'm sure people have seen it, but there's there's a a Michigan State fan who posted. Um, who posted McBurroughs, like, like, kind of like skipping and, like, walking into the tunnel as if yeah. that's his fault, like, along with the Michigan State team, right? Yeah. But I don't think at, at yeah. any point he's expecting something to pop off like that.
1: I, um, I think I read somewhere, and correct me if I'm wrong, I read somewhere that he's been the first player to go back to the locker room every single game.
0: Yes, right? that's his thing. That's yeah. his thing. So yeah. he's always first to the locker room. Um, and then, so there was there was some chirping involved. So it wasn't okay. a situation where, you know, both teams, like both sides were quiet and all of a sudden Michigan State did like a, who do you? And then just jumped them, right? That's that's yeah. not what happened here. So uh, chirping was involved. Uh, I know that for, for a fact. Uh, I've I've talked to, I'm not gonna say who, but I have talked to, um, I've talked to someone, one of the players, and you know, you know, you know, chirping was, it was going back and forth, and then of course chirping escalates, and then yeah. it, and then it and then it escalates, right? Then it yeah. escalates into loud yelling, woofing. but when you're yelling and you're woofing and it's Four to five against one it's a little different than four mm-hmm. or five against four or five right but like yeah no like, like chirping is fine like and even just
1: like yelling at each other is fine like that's just competition right like at the end of the day like like that's just people being competitive but like when it escalates to to a physical level like you as a teammate's gotta stop your other teammates from from doing that stuff and and if especially if it's just one guy. It's, a right?
0: catch, it, it's such a it's such a gray area too though yeah because if you do go in and try to try to like involve yourself yeah. into it you can go from being you can go from like you could easily be implicated in it like oh he was in there too
1: yeah that's you why you got you got either leave it alone or you gotta you gotta like forcefully break it up right you can't yeah. you, you can't just sit there and do nothing you can't like, sit there like you just, see something. Or, or videotape it. Like I saw a Michigan state person doing that, like in one of the videos, right? Like you can't be doing that.
0: Yeah. So like that happened, there was uh, you know, there were Michigan state players who were, who like saw what happened and they immediately physically like ran away from the incident. Yeah. Right. And which is a smart thing to do. Yes, because like do they like like some of these like they're just like, What is this? Like this isn't fo- football, this isn't yeah. what I'm here, like this isn't part of our culture, like this isn't a part of our brand. And like like some people don't really think think like that. You know what yeah. I mean? But like some mission state guys physically remove themselves from the situation altogether. And you can really like look back and have this like hindsight thing where like, oh, well, he should have did this. He should have done, done that. But how many times has someone been involved in a situation like that, knowing that there's cameras all around, right? You just got done yeah. playing on ABC. You just got your butt whooped on ABC. <laughs> you know your teammates. You know your teammates. Some of, hey, sometimes your teammates are really about that life. And when it comes down to that, not all these aren't necessarily guys that you're going to chill with after practice. These aren't right, guys right. that you're going to hang out with after games.
1: Right, like, right That's
0: right. real. Like not like there are several clicks, especially on a football team. There's like a million <laughs> players, not everybody's buddy, buddy. You right. know what I mean? So when they see something pop off, they they've probably seen these dudes do some questionable stuff before. But they're just like you know what I I can't be anywhere near this, and right. I, I think there's, um. I think this is just this is just a really bad look overall, uh, in terms of, in terms of how the game went, and then in terms of how that looks. Now I've also heard that McBurrows was first in, but Jamon Green I heard he was he then got attack because he was trying to help Nick Burroughs.
1: Yeah. see your friend get jumped. I think it's a very uh, human reaction. Try to go help out
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's, um, so that's so like that whole thing is interesting. And then, and then today people were talking about how Mel Tucker in the press conference was alluding to the fact that he had no clue what happened. When there, yeah, was video, sure. when there was video of him being around the incident and then going into the locker room. And my thing is, if you're a coach, if you're a head coach, you don't want to overshare something that may be inaccurate, knowing that there could be a sound bite out there. Yep. You know what I, I mean? mean? So, like, I don't think he was obligated to share what went down, what happened. Because he needed to get all the information first. He may have seen something with his eyes, right? But at the yeah. end of the day, like, he doesn't know what stemmed from it. He doesn't know what happened. Like, he's in the heat of the moment. He's not able to look back on film several times. He's, he's not able to take 20 minutes by himself to process it. He's not able to talk to reporters and all these players about, hey, what happened here? What, what happened there? In my opinion, I think he made the right move in terms of, in terms of not putting out anything that could be false because it's such a serious, because it's it's such a serious event that went on. The last thing he needed to do um, was put out uh, even even if it's, even if it's a well calculated guess on what happened, it's still a guess. Like I think, as a head coach, as someone, as the head of you know one of the Faces of the university. Um, I think he was smart in terms of, and uh, in, in terms of not oversharing. And I see people trying to like accuse him of like lying and all this stuff. Like, no, 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 no not at all. What it, what it, what he's doing, making sure that he has all the facts to, to together first before he's gonna make some statement in the public eye because everything he says is gonna be out there forever. Right? Yeah, well there's, the thing like, the there thing are be, still memes. there's still yeah. memes saying yeah. that you are shit coach when you know yeah. he was just saying that just to you know just to say it. But like there's there's gonna be memes about that forever. You know? Right. Right. And I, I
1: think I think part of the reason why like, I was confused when when you first started talking about Mel's, you know what he said today. Because I, I do remember seeing a video online of him punching the door to the locker room and walking in. And to me, like, I felt like that's not a reasonable reaction. Even if you lost a game, like, I get you're pissed you lost a game. But you're not, like, punching a door. To me, that's a reasonable reaction if you find out your players are fighting people. So for him to be like, oh, I didn't know what happened, and then that video to exist, like, that kind of feels like lying to me. But, like, I get your point of view, which is, like, don't say something that's, like, could be, like, totally inaccurate, you know? So, um, but I see, like, that's why I think people might be saying that he's lying. So, like, that's that's just, like, not a normal reaction to losing, right? It's just, like, trying to take out a wall, right? Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So, um, the, did you guys see... Uh, AK just brought it up in the chat. Um, Did you see that Jim Camperoni? That Jim Camperoni video?
1: No. I mean, maybe I have. Maybe I have. I just don't don't know who Jim Camperoni is. (laughs) Let
0: me see here. I gotta find the tweet. Um. Here's another reason why I like spaces so much is because you can easily play the audio here. Are you ready? They like
1: that garbage. But that's what Michigan likes. They like that garbage, and they get away with it. Whether it's you know, Penn State throwing peanut butter jelly sandwiches down the hallway here. So that's what they like, and it's childish. And Jim Harbaugh is childish, in my opinion. And he he he, uh, he goes this and brings it along.
0: He's a piece of shit for that. Yeah, nice a-
1: garbage. That's, that's garbage. garbage.
0: What a fucking dumbass, bro.
1: That that's like straight that's straight up garbage. Like
0: I Michigan doesn't like that shit. They just happen
1: to have one like area to get into the locker room, and that's just stuff that's bound to happen when you put two teams together that are you know being really competitive. But like the the sandwich thing wasn't even garbage. At the end of the day, that's just funny, right? And no, there was no basis from that, right? I don't believe. And it ended up being just like a funny video. Like, that's that's how it, that should be, like, done, right? It's like, it, it should just be kind of, like, lighthearted and not really, like, anything too bad. Like, this is the worst-case scenario, right, for for those kind of situations. Like, it's, it's a player getting jumped. And it's not even a Michigan player getting – I mean, it's not even a Michigan State player getting jumped. It's a Michigan player getting jumped by the opposing team, yeah in his locker room, right? So like, that's, that's what's messed up about it. And I, I have a a feeling that people are going to get like the wrong or, or the, the, the government, the governing bodies, like the big 10 and, and the the universities are going to come to the wrong conclusion about this, which is that Michigan needs to change the way that the locker rooms are structured. I don't think that really needs to be changed at all. I, I think what needs to be changed is the way that people handle their players and the message they give their players before they, they go back to the locker room. It's just that like that, that shit just should not exist in college football. Right. In, in modern day college athletics, it's like not okay to jump people. Right. Like for instance, I think that Kansas, Kansas state fight at the end of that, into that basketball game. Like I, I felt like there should have been bigger suspensions for that game. Then, um, then what ended up happening? Like you need to like make a, a point out of somebody at some point and be like, you guys are adults. Like this doesn't happen in NFL football games, right? I mean, at worst it's like two people fighting on the field, but nobody's getting jumped, right? And you're not going in stand and fighting, you're not fighting like outside the locker room. Like there needs to be, you know, there needs to be a stop to this. Like it's it's not it's not okay. It's not good for the brand of college sports, right? In general. Like advertisers don't want to put their name on a on a, pro- a product like this. I right?
0: agree. I agree. I agree.
1: Um, I mean, like people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's a bad take." Like, it's fun to watch, you know, them be emotional and like that's fair. But like at the end of the day, like the college sports is a business, and like it's not good for business if people are literally like fighting like this. Like that's so messed up. And
0: like, it's not a tunnel issue. It's not a powerball issue. Like, just like. Just gotta control your players. Control your players. Uh get you know you know like make sure that uh make sure your players aren't uh, like I've never lost a game and first instinct was to hey if this dude looks at me, at me wrong, I'm I'm gonna punch him in the mouth. Like like I have never had that cross my mind. Ever. I I've I've been angry at people. I have yelled at people in
1: frustration. I have never once like been like, you know what, this guy needs to get punched in the face, right? Like, same, so like, I just, I don't understand it um, from not only just a competitive point of view, but just like, a hu- at a human level. Like, I just, I don't really get it. Um, and it's just like, it's messed up that for, you no, know, not even just a long time, for basically the entire history of, of college sports, this has gone like, almost entirely unpunished right it's just kind of like it's an accepted thing oh the kids are going to be kids the kids are going to do this or whatever like that's just messed up
0: yeah and you know unfortunately unfortunately man like this like the whole back and forth between michigan and michigan state um has gotten really bad like really really bad um and And I couldn't even even argue. I couldn't even argue. Because I didn't... Because I haven't really participated in any, like, smack talk for, like, a few years now. And it's been... It's given me so much peace, bro. It's given me so much peace. But, like, if you're just constantly just being toxic about it, I'm just like, bro, like, how do you... Because, like, after a while... it starts being a part of your persona, you yeah. know, it becomes a part of your personality and, it, and it, it, it almost takes over from like a possessive standpoint.
1: I, I don't know about you, but I just feel like it got weird after COVID. Like I think like during COVID, like post COVID, people just forgot how to talk to each other. <laughs> I, I swear. Like we went like six months where nobody saw anybody else outside. And then all of a sudden we were like, I don't know how to talk to these people anymore. And uh it's just like a society thing, really. But it, it, it's like it comes out through sports, right? Because again, it's like a competitive thing and you know, people are passionate about it. And and then people just like are not in the right mind when they speak about these things. And then like again, it's even worse online because then you can just sit there behind a, a keyboard and just talk shit the whole time and nothing happens, right? So I don't know, it's just messed up. And like again, like it it unfolds in the locker room when people are going back and this, these poor, you know, the poor Michigan players get jumped, right? Um, you know, even if they're, even, let's say even if, uh, what's his name? Is it McBride or what's his name? McBurrows. Uh, McBurrows. If McBurrows even is the one who starts the shit talking, right, it still doesn't mean you jump him. If he's the first person that starts, you know, kind of tussling, it should still also mean that you don't, Fight him, you get security or whatever to come over and you just like leave, right? Like, I don't know, I'm sure we'll find out more information in uh, in the future of how all all that started. But, like, if it ends up being that Mark Burrow just was like talking shit and then they decided to like kind of get physical with him and then he gets physical back and then they jump on, like, that's just fucked up.
0: If I were to bet money, I think that's what happened. If I were to bet money, I'll. I would have bet, chirped back and forth. They kind of got in his face. He wanted some separation, and then they thought that that was a, a green light. Yeah, and like
1: honestly, like it's like I said, to I think
0: speculate it which is bad to speculate, but yeah, but I kind of want to speculate. I kind of want to speculate. You know? Yeah,
1: I about- I, I, it's just it's just so weird. I, I just don't get the fighting, and and it and like again, I've seen people like on Michigan State Twitter trying to like justify it. Yeah, uh, and that's it's just as messed up. Honestly, like just take the L, right?
0: Yeah, unless you're giving um, context, like if you're going to give context, yeah, and, you know, like you could see that McBurrow like sucker punch someone, and then they went after him. Hey, you're giving context, okay? That's that is context towards what happened there right (coughs) but you can't give context (coughs) and say oh he was skipping and he walked with the team up into the tunnel and that's proof to get jumped Like that's weird that's weird that is a weird that is a weird thing that is a weird weird thing
1: Um, also is weird when you're like 5v1 versus a dude and you're swinging helmets
0: well like one like like one of them had like he like held them down as the other one was like swinging the helmet at
1: Yeah, I guess that's just messed up. Like but that that you know to me that just says hey the Michigan State players just thought they were that much worse than the Michigan players they had to they had to go five v one versus them. So
0: So they're so all right, so they're saying that Uh, Jamon Green was the one to get beat down, and then McBurrows tried to have his back and got it too. So, really, the first video we saw was like, if it if it happened that way, that Matt Charbonneau bid video was basically after the first incident. Yeah, because that was McBurrows who comes in second. See, I just I know.
1: There needs to be suspensions, obviously. Yeah. I don't. I've seen some people be like scholarships need to be revoked. Yeah. I I don't know about that one. That's and that's tough. I
0: don't know. Like like is that? Because I know that they were saying like, hey, police are getting involved. I don't even know if it's like that. I can't remember a, a time where something like that happened. Like when uh when Leonard Fournette punched that dude on the football field, did did uh, he get arrested for that or no?
1: Uh, you mean um, – oh, what's his name?
0: Fournette. Uh, from Boise State.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Fournette. I don't think Fournette did. I, I don't think – did he get charged with assault? I don't remember if he actually did. I know, like, for instance, uh, the Browns player, whose name I'm currently forgetting – Swinging a helmet at Mason Rudolph, uh, Miles, Miles Garrett, yeah. I don't. He didn't get charged, right? Yeah, it's Garrett Blunt was the Oregon player. But that
0: was, but that was also on the field, though.
1: That's true, but no, Garrett Blunt was also on the field. It was post game.
0: LeGar- was po- Blunt
1: or Leonard Fournette? I'm tripping. No, was, no, Leonard Fournette went to to LSU. It was Garrett Blunt.
0: LeGarrette
1: Yeah, Super Bowl winner with the the Eagles and Patriots, like Eric Blunt. Yeah, Blunt just, like, cheap shot a dude. And I remember he got suspended for, like, half a
0: season. Hit him in the jaw. I don't think anything happened to him. I don't think anything happened to him. No, he got suspended for sure. Suspended for the rest of the year, I think. Yeah. Because that happened in like it was like one of the first games of the year, I think. And that happened and he was and he was done. He was just done straight up. Yep. Yep.
1: And I, I think like again, this is a kind of speculation, but kinda of, if the Michigan State players did in fact jump the Michigan players and the only provocation was them shit talking each other. I I don't see why they shouldn't all be suspended for the rest of the season. Um but you know again that's that's if again the only provocation for the fighting was them shit talking, right? If the Michigan player started then again that's a different whole different conversation, but yeah. And the only reason, again, because people were like, oh, why aren't you talking about from the Michigan State perspective of this? Because the videos only sh- really show the Michigan players getting the crappy out of them, right? There's there's no video of, of a Michigan player, like, actually starting it. Um, and it's, like, 6v1. So, They've got to have
0: cameras in there, you would think.
1: They do. You know they have to have security cameras in there somewhere, right, from a, a more aerial POV. So they're, they got they got cameras. Their are cameras everywhere. There's there's reporters walking off the field, you know there's there's guys with cameras walking back to take pictures of the players going back into the locker room. You know, if a recruit's parent can take a video of it, there's a video of it somewhere.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, what blunt like straight up knocked, knocked that guy ball. out.
0: Man, because there was I think there was there was a, a pretty decent group coming into that game recruit wise. That's that's insane. That's so insane. Which is also not a good look if you're Michigan State and you have a recruit. Oh no, you know. Oh heck no,
1: that's that's terrible look. Especially with the way the coaches reacted to that, right? Like you want your son or daughter going to that, or daughter the son going to that program,
0: right? Right. Yeah, yeah, not good, not good. And look though, a lot of people are going to try to. Jawan Howard this, and I i will tell you straight up, um, that is ignorance. That is not, it's not the same thing as this. It's not the same thing. It's not even close. It's not even close. Um, I think both need to be treated diff- differently, and it's only yep. because – with with the whole Juwan Howard Wisconsin incident, right? Yep, it was initiated by coaches. Yes, and then the parents and, and, and the parents and the players <laughs> started backing up their coaches. Yeah, responded to their coaches' actions. That's why those suspensions were so light. That's why this. The coaches had nothing to do with this. This was initiated in the tunnel by players, and then what you saw on video uh, just made it a lot worse. Just made it a lot worse. And um, and oh man, I guarantee you that. Like, and I'm not even sure if they can even get foyed. Do you do you think they could? FOIA that, uh, that like Freedom of Information Act on uh, any uh, security tapes? I'm sure you could. Think, I'm think sure you that? could. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, um, I'm interested in, I'm interested, I don't really care about, because the, the fight itself is gonna be, is gonna be bad. And, you know, like people can like repost it and and, and all that but I am more interested in the 10 to 15 seconds prior to the yeah. like to the to the bum rush right like I like I want to know who stepped up to who like who was the aggressor here like was it just one dude just I, I don't know um
1: yeah, there's still a lot we don't know. Um, I think, again, as as more video comes out, we'll get more context, right? Um, and I'm sure we'll probably know by Wednesday, I would assume, like what's happening as far as players getting suspended or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, at, at the same time, like I, I want to know now. <laughs> I, I there's there's so many more questions I have from this, and, and like it only gets weirder the more videos are released. Um, I just I really I just can't believe that in 2022 we we don't have the video yet, and I know that there's like a billion people recording everywhere, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, what do you think happens here? What do you think happens? Well, what do you think is going to be the most strict punishment? Because I heard Green had his had his nose broken. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's going to be a
1: couple levels of punishment here. I think uh, the guys that joined in fighting are going to get the, the the base level, right? They didn't start it. They kind of jumped, dude, whatever. I mean, not whatever, but, you know, like, that's probably, like, the lowest level of punishment. The guys who started it, probably the second level. And then I think the third level is the dude that jumped in and decided to start swinging a helmet. And then the dude that was holding them down while the guy was swinging the helmet going to get the same punishment. Um, like, that's not okay. Like, that's just straight up assault. Right. Um, you know, like one thing trying to punch a dude is a total other thing to try to use something as a weapon against a guy. That's just that's a whole other level of derangement. Especially a dude that's not he's not fighting you with his helmet, right? There's no there's no reason to to beat him up with something that's you can use as a weapon. I just I don't get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um I think someone gets dismissed. I think one or two players get dis get dismissed off the team. Yeah.
1: I'd be interested
0: to see who it is
1: and, and at what level they are. Like, are they freshmen? You
0: know, uh, one, are they
1: are they seniors? Right, like.
0: One was, uh, recognized as <laughs> uh, it Carrie Kerry, Kerry Crump, I, I believe. Kerry Crump, mm-hmm. I believe he he was at Culver City, JUCO. Uh, went okay. Arizona, and then in 2021, transferred to Michigan State. Uh, he's a he's a he's a cornerback.
1: Yeah, Reed was involved in the McRae's part at least. Uh, Gross. Yeah, like those are names I I recognize. Like these are guys that actually get playing time, right?
0: So, not a Jugo. Not a Jugo. Culver City High School. My bad.
1: Culver City High School. Okay.
0: Culver City High School, and then went to uh, a-
1: Arizona, and then transferred.
0: Then transfer into Michigan State. Okay.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I don't really get it. And again, I've seen some, you know, I've been scrolling on the Michigan State Twitter, people trying to justify it. That's, again, so incredibly messed up. Like, there's times as a fan, we just need to shut up and take the L. Just like, shut up and take the L. But, like,
0: well, you know, like, some people, some people, like, <clears throat> some people back up their school no matter what. And, like, you're, you're, you're going to get those people and mm-hmm. you look too much about it. Unfortunately. Um, has Indiana gone through this since uh Bobby Knight threw that chair? <laughs> has, has what? Has there been any, any kind of scuffle or fight with them? Football or basketball?
1: I'm trying to think. Uh no, not really. Um, I don't think I use had an on court issue oh, since he choked the kid out. Okay. Well, yeah, but that, yeah. And since Bobby Knights left, I I don't think I use ha- had much of any issue at all.
0: Could um, you imagine Bobby Knight in the social media era?
1: Oh no, that he'd be canceled two minutes
0: ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, th- that man, that man would not have had a job.
0: Yo, like, I'm pretty sure there was, like, I've seen video clips of him, like, smacking a kid in the face during a timeout and all that. I'm just like, yo, (laughs) could you imagine a camera on this dude all the time?
1: I I honestly don't even think that's the worst of it. Like, that's really, really bad. But, like, I'm pretty sure, like, he would just straight up be canceled for his press conferences. Like, uh, the man went and spoke for Donald Trump, okay, in Indiana. Like, he... 100% 100% said some really messed up shit back in the 70s that he probably still says. So... Oh. We don't talk about that, though. Oh. The outtakes from him filming a golf video. That's an all-time classic video, by the way. I have that saved on my computer, and I, I will randomly post that on my Twitter. So if you follow me on Twitter, you get that every once in a while. It's just him literally cussing himself out for messing up golf shots. It's great, but uh, yeah. No, he, he straight up messed up.
0: And then about the game itself, the part that nobody cares about um, is that I mean, yeah, well, we've, got, uh, you know, we've got a uh, we've got a game where uh, Michigan Michigan was pretty dominant, and they ended up not finishing a lot of drives. And I think they've got yeah. to fix that if they. If they expect to, you know, uh, repeat against Ohio uh, State in Columbus, like they've got to fix that uh, ASAP, ASAP. You've got to be able to finish drives with six. Like, You've got to finish with six. If you finish with three, you know, you're going to end up on the wrong side in the fourth quarter. So you got to be able to, to uh, finish out drives. And once again, I think, you know, Mentor has had some of the – some of the better halftime adjustments that I've seen. I I really want to go back and look at look at the first half versus the second half in these games, minus the garbage in like the last minute or so. so yeah. at, like 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 how many points are team scoring in the first half versus the way we're still competing in the second half. Like, it's got to be night and day. It's got to be night and day. So that part gives me hope when it comes to Ohio State. But Ohio State um, is uh, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Marvin Harrison Harrison, looks good. He might – would you say he's the best receiver in the country? If he's not, he's up there. He's way up there. Uh, Way up there. I, I know
1: I was wa- – I watched that game because I was trying to find my parents in the crowd because they're at the – my brother goes to school at Penn State. Um, and and I was watching that game, and I know Joe Klatt said that he was the best wide receiver in the country. Um, I don't know if I really have an argument against that. It's funny that I – my argument would be I think his teammate is the best wide receiver in the country. Like, just, I, think, not playing? Yeah, I think Smith and Jigba is yeah. – the best wide receiver. I thought he was. I I low key thought he was the best wide receiver on his team last year, and a lot of it got selected in the first round. Um, I think TCU. I forgot the TCU wide receiver, but TCU has a fantastic wide receiver. I'm gonna actually find his name right now. Um, I think it's. I think it's either. Is this Savion Williams? I think is his name. Um, but. Yeah, the Tennessee dude's up there as well. It, uh, I, but I, I, the fact that Marvin Harrison is it, it Quentin Johnson? Yeah, sorry, Quentin Johnson. Yes, Johnson. yes, Quentin Johnson. Uh, the fact that he's even in the conversation, though, at what year is he? I f- I forget what year is year two. Marvin Harrison, year two. Yeah, but did he redshirt last year?
0: Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he played a bit last year. Okay, I
1: but even in year two, it's still it's still impressive, right? Like again to, to be in the conversation, not just as like a top wide receiver, in the big 10 but as, as very much could be top wide receiver in the country. in year two, very impressive. And then again, you know, who his dad is right. So, right. um, his dad's, um, I got Colts fans when I mentioned saying he's the goat. So, uh, <laughs> Mar- Marvin Harrison juniors are the real deal. And, and again, he didn't get a touchdown on Saturday, but uh, he did everything. But, um, and speaking of doing everything, but, uh, you see the uh, the crazy stat line for Tumaloa? Tuma
0: no, but I did see that he forced a fumble. He 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 got a sack, forced a fumble, and recovered it. And then that's kind of what pushed that game out, right?
1: Okay, he had two picks, a fumble recovery, a, a pick for he a pick for a touchdown, a fumble recovery for a touchdown, and two sacks. If I remember correctly,
0: that's not a bad day.
1: Yeah, he had two sacks, six tackles, three solo tackles, a fumble recovery for a touchdown, yeah, and two picks.
0: Sean Midford. Sean Midford. Franklin should have went with Oller a while ago. And maybe he chose Will Levis over, over, over Clifford as well. I'm just saying. Uh, Clifford is so bad.
1: Uh, but again, uh, I was going to say this about the Michigan. I, I didn't get to say it though. Um, you know, they 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 were forced into throwing it just because you, and the Buckeyes ended up kind of as a defense, kind of choking out that that Penn State offense at a certain point. Um, and the Michigan's defense does that to teams, right? Um, you look at you know back to the Michigan Michigan State game. I think Michigan State had thirty yards of rushing that game, thirty seven. Yards total of rushing, right? And just like Michigan is totally dominating the ball, running the ball on both sides, um, which is a winning formula. So, again, you go and you go and look forward to that that Michigan Ohio State game. That that game's gonna be an all timer. I'm pretty sure I've, both these teams are very very good.
0: Yeah. If Sean is mid, can Franklin be the goat? Absolutely, absolutely. Because they're about to go. 10 or 11 wins with a very mid-league.
1: Yeah, here here we go. Don't get him started on this. Uh, it's whatever. It's true all our season next year for Penn State. I, I do think Penn State will probably be better once Sean Clifford moves on and the GOAT can't get in his own way.
0: And and, and remember, remember uh, which is hilarious, because like last week we did talk about that, and um, it, I was like, Penn State – Penn State might have the lead in the fourth, and then who knows what happens then. And what. Yeah, happens- you're right. You're right. Happens- <laughs> Ohio State goes like a 25 nothing run.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was celebrating on Twitter them covering 20 because I said they're going to win by 20, and they ended up covering 20. 20- and then, of course, Penn State scores a garbage giant touchdown in like two minutes left. doesn't even matter.
0: <laughs> oh, man. 15 and a half was too many points for Ohio State against against the GOAT, man. Yeah, the GOAT,
1: the good teams win, great teams cover. So good job, Penn State.
0: GOAT teams are elite. Um, What other non-conference, this is out-of-conference game, but uh, I am all in on the Tennessee hype. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that one. They beat I not out of Kentucky, bro.
1: No, bro, it hurts. Well, I could, could. I think one Kentucky's bid, but that is a whole different. That's a whole different conversation. Uh, Tennessee is really good, though. Again, they 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 beat a Kentucky team, but even though they're mid, they made them look awful. Um, and Jalen Hyatt, that's the kid for Tennessee for wide wide receiver for Tennessee. Um, it's so good. Hendon Hooker's so good. Um, they didn't even really have to throw the ball too much though, to beat Tennessee they kind of their, their defense kind of beat him for them um, and I, I was watching that game when I, we were at dinner that that was it was fantastic. Uh, TCU is in the f- front driver's seat for the big 12. Um, not something I saw I saw coming in at all and then Oklahoma State getting 48 nothing by Kansas State by the way if you did you didn't see that. Um,
0: I saw that they were getting blown out. I did not see the final score.
1: 48-0. nothing.
0: That's 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 weird.
1: That's what? embarrassing, is what it is.
0: What was the spread in that game? It had I, to be like a bit. Three- Oklahoma State was
1: favorite, I'm pretty sure.
0: That's that's so disgusting. That's so sickening.
1: Um, but back, I know we're missing one big 10 game. So the other big Ten game. Like nobody wants to talk about Rutgers, Minnesota. I'm t- I'm done talking about Minnesota. I will never give an opinion on Minnesota the rest of the year. I, I, every time I think they're going to lose, they win. Every time they win, they lose. I'm done. Iowa Northwestern was in the nothing burger. Um, Iowa did score some offensive touchdowns. So good for them, I guess. Um, uh, but the, the big game, um, that we haven't talked about is the Illinois Nebraska game. Cause again, Illinois is now seven to one. Um, they completely dominated Nebraska. Like it's twenty-six to nine, but it was it was twenty. It was twenty to nine at halftime, and Nebraska did nothing in the second half. Nothing. They were unable to move the ball down the field at all against Illinois' defense and completely choked them out. And this is a Nebraska team that's been able to move the ball against almost everybody.
0: Right. So Illinois ends the game on a 20 twenty-zero run. Right. Nebraska yep, yep. scores, misses the extra point. And from there, it was just all downhill, all downhill. And yep. from here, uh, I don't think Nebraska gets to that coveted bowl game. Uh, I think Illinois is still kicking themselves from the Indiana game. I know they're going to scream about that, 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 that major call. But that game shouldn't be close. If you're, yep. if, if this is what you're doing in your in your other games, you should be up. By multiple scores for that—that should not even be an impact on you. You know what I mean? So, like that's a—that's the thing about we're really good teams, right? You gotta—you have to <clears throat> teams into submission, so these fluky plays in the fourth quarter don't have an impact on you. Like the only exactly. it may have is oh no, you didn't cover now, or oh no, we were up twenty-one, now we're only going to win by fourteen you know not oh this could be the game you know like you have to bury those teams but i i think that they've learned and this is a team and a culture that there's they're like trying to get back into it and they're still trying to learn how to be the hunted and they're still learning on the fly on you know how to be able to how to be able to you know beat teams early so you're not even worried about some crap that you know, uh, goes on in the last minutes of the of the uh, of the uh, fourth quarter.
1: I got I got a question for you. Okay. So again, I, I've been high on Illinois all year. Uh, what do you think Illinois chances are against Michigan in a
0: couple weeks? You think um, they have a chance at all? Uh so Illinois defense, Illinois defense is pretty good. Illinois defense yep. is pretty good. Uh I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're gonna be able to stop Michigan's run attack. Uh Michigan has really good sustained drives. I think Illinois Illinois has found ways to do like the whole bend but don't break thing. Um yeah. but I think it's not a great matchup for them, is especially up front. Especially up front um but it is one of those games where you know michigan fans are sitting here like hey hey like win the game just come out healthy because mm-hmm. there's a huge game coming up so if they go into illinois if they go into illinois 10-0 and 0, which they should right because if they got who they got Rutgers, right yep who's left on their schedule all is right it- illinois illinois got
1: Michigan State, they should win. Um, and then Purdue. So it should be they should be nine and one and then Michigan's got Rutgers. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay, so they should beat both of those teams. So you go ten and into Illinois. Um Illinois fans are gonna be irritated when I say this. Michigan State fans were irritated when I said this last year. Um for Michigan, this game against Illinois, if they're ten and 0, means absolutely nothing. Yep, yeah,
1: I agree with that. Uh, it it makes mean, sense. Again, it doesn't mean doesn't mean anything because it's it's right before the game, right? It's, 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 just, it's just it's just another game where they just go undefeated into playing Ohio State.
0: Yeah. So, as long as Michigan is ten and one or eleven and 0 going against Ohio State, all of your goals are right in front of you. Right? You can win a Big Ten, right? And you'll, you know, even at, even at, you have to beat Ohio State because that's, that's the game, right? That's the big game. So the Illinois game doesn't mean much. Um, so, like, yeah, like, I, I would like for them to, to win the game. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But from a goal standpoint, all you care about is, hey, beat Ohio State get to a big 10 championship, get to the CFP. I think at I think at 12 and 1 or 13 and 0, Big 10 champion big, Michigan team gets into the CFP. Yeah. Point I, way, you, know? you know,
1: there there is a chance here now, again, with with Ellen White going on this run and and beating teams that, you know, there could be some utter chaos involved. Um with the big 10 and college football playoff. I, we we can go into this uh, in the uh, next podcast we do, because this is a lot of fun to talk about, but with all these teams, ranked teams now losing undefeated with Alabama now with one loss right now, there's a weird, um, there's a weird chance, right? For multiple one loss or even a two loss team possibly to make the playoff. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, Illinois, then sitting there with the first loss at Indiana, you know, they got to beat and some ridiculous teams to make it. But, like, they aren't out of the conversation to make the playoff no, um, by any means. Out,
0: but you're absolutely correct.
1: Yeah, they're not out of it. They're just, it's, you know, again, very far-fetched. Um, but there's also a chance, like, look, Michigan beats Illinois um, and then loses to Iowa State. Uh, and then Ohio State goes in um, undefeated uh, with, you know, a win against Michigan, right? And then they lose to Illinois, right? Like, that's a way for Illinois to get in. Um, if if Michigan beats Illinois, loses to Ohio State, then loses to Illinois again. That's a whole another weird conversation. Like, there's a bunch of weird stuff that could happen here at the end of the year um, with those three teams, uh, and it'll be fun to watch. Uh, as a neutral, I'm sure it will not be fun to watch.
0: If Michigan loses a... Illinois twice in three weeks, my mentions are going to be abysmal. <laughs> yes, yeah, that is true. I tell you that much, it's going to be abysmal.
1: They're going to be coming for your those those Illinois fans will be coming for your throat. I've never seen uh more like. More fans from another team and another person mentions than Illinois fans and your mentions.
0: I like them. I rock with them. I think I've told you this before, but like when it comes to my YouTube videos, like my Illinois long form content does the absolute best. Yeah. All the teams, but better than everybody's. Doesn't matter who it is. Illinois has been the best because they, because. Like they hate me, but they like like my stuff. So it was like a love hate thing, you know. No, and that's that's dope. Like I think that's that's fantastic. Um,
1: like I, I think they're very passionate, and that's that's cool. And again, like I love all the the fan bases, even Ohio State's fan base. I like. I think they're like corporate, but like you know, it is what it is.
0: The funny part too is like when. when when there's, like, multiple fan bases, right, are like, in my little community, like, they'll get into an argument with each other thinking they're fans of certain teams when they couldn't couldn't be, like, far, far off. And the next thing you know, you have, like, a Purdue fan arguing with, like, a Rutgers fan about Michigan football and, like, it's something completely random. It's so funny when the two realize that they're both arguing for the wrong side and they're not even truly beefing with each other. Um, I've had two fans from the same team think that they were fans of someone else and they were beefing at each other. Oh, I've had
1: that in my mentions before. I've had that with Indiana fans in my mentions before. Um, By the way, shout out the guy in in the live chat, the listener with the Caleb Love Indiana recruiting visit picture on. Yeah. That's got to hurt. no, I I swear to god the Archie Miller recruiting like misses like that like got on campus like final two guys like I it would make a list. Like you would you'd like that team would win a national championship if we That's got it. like half the guys.
0: Listen, how do you expect to recruit Caleb Love when you have Rob Finney there to take all the minutes?
1: That's true. I mean, I don't see how Caleb Love could possibly get any minutes in front of future NBA Hall of Famer Rob Finney. No, I told you the story. I told you the story about um the Archie Miller getting getting cucked by the administration, right? No. Did I tell you this? Alright, all right. So this is this is pretty well known behind the scenes as far as Indian basketball goes, but when Archie Miller got hired, he wanted to bring in one transfer that was committed to Dayton already. Can you take a guess who that transfer was?
0: Don't tell me it was Obie.
1: No, no. No, it would have been better than OB for IU's perspective.
0: Oh, um, did he go to Dayton?
1: He went to Dayton for a year and then transferred to where? Colorado.
0: Who? Who?
1: McKinley Wright.
0: McKinley Wright. Why did I? Th- why did I say why? I I was about to say McKinley Wright too, but then I'm thinking like. All I think about is Minnesota missing on McKinley Wright. That's all I think about when I think about. So, so McKinley Wright was a was a recruit. I believe he's he's the same
1: year as Romeo or as yeah as Romeo and Rob Finney. So that that Romeo team with Jawan Morgan would have been McKinley Wright, Romeo Langford, Jawan Morgan. Um, that team would have been much better. Um, with with a real point guard and. Again, a lot of IU's problems in the last three years, especially under Archie Miller, stemmed from the fact you are playing Devontae Green at point guard uh, or Rob Finsney at point We just didn't have a good point guard to run uh, an Archie Miller offense, and that's why we sucked. And if we had McKinley right, that wouldn't have been a problem. right? And a lot of these things wouldn't be an issue. Um, so really, I, I I think the program shot Archie Miller in the foot before he was even allowed to to get on campus by they blocked him from bringing any transfers in from Dayton. And that's why IU didn't get McKinley Wright because McKinley Wright was ready to transfer to IU with, with Archie. And we had the roster spots available for him too.
0: Mm. That's, that's tough. That's tough. But I don't think, I just don't think Archie and Indiana are like a good fit. Ultimately. No, it, it would, it's
1: actually like a good thing in the long run that he's not the head coach anymore. Yeah. Uh, but that's only like in hindsight, twenty twenty. Like cause when he was hired, everybody thought it was a, he was a fantastic hire.
0: I mean, like <laughs> we're talking about little things that could just change the tra- the uh, trajectory of a program, um, of a person's job, right?
1: Yeah. He still he's still coaching. He still has a job at a power five program, getting paid four, five, six mil a year, right, to coach basketball.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, like. Like you have you have Archie, he brings in McKinley Wright. Who knows the trajectory of Indiana basketball? But either way, it's led to Indiana being a preseason top fifth, top fifteen team, favorites to win the Big Ten. And you yep, know what? Yep. If if fans, if like if you told fans when they got hired, hey, look, in five years, you, you guys are gonna be ranked this going into the season. You're gonna be Big Ten favorites fans would be like, I want this trajectory, right? Yep. Now, I can also talk about the trajectory of Michigan basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan was up by six. Michigan was up by six with three minutes left against number one Ohio State. If they yep. win this game, they're going to go to the NCAA tournament. Yep. Ohio State goes on like a 10 or 11 run to close the game. Mm-hmm. This is with like Greg Oden and like Mike Conley and all those guys. Yeah. Michigan goes to the NIT. You lose two days later and Amberger gets fired. Right. Then Beeline comes in. So. And then the rest is history. Right.
1: right. So, like, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly exactly and like you never know you never know until until all the dominoes fall like that's why it's so that's why it's so interesting with some of these coach changes and you see coach being let go and you're just like man it's like you don't know how this is going to impact the rest of your the rest of you how it's going to impact your program over the next 10 15 20 years because it's it's all linked together it's all linked together yeah. Like, like, does Michigan have two Final Fours, multiple Big Ten championships, and all that since Amricker's been let go? If they end up going to the tournament that year and he gets extended? Because now the next time Amricker's let let go is like, who's available then to coach? Right? Right. Like, is it going to be a beeline? Is it going to be, or is it going to be a total dud? Who? Looks splashy, but it turns out to be, uh, it's not it. I mean, Indiana's got some of the
1: the more interesting, like especially in the last 20 years, like program changing things, right? Like for instance, like the Kelvin Sampson thing, right? Like if Kelvin Sampson doesn't send some extra text messages and isn't, you know, allowing these players to be pieces of shit, like Indiana probably has one national championship.
0: They they have at least, they at least have a final four. I mean, I mean that 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 team definitely makes
1: a Final Four if he doesn't get fired. Dan Dockers doesn't run him into the ground. I mean, like again, Eric the Eric Gordon DJ White team. That's that team that is team was so really good.
0: good. That team was yeah. sick. That team yeah, was yeah. disgusting. Bro. Yeah,
1: that team was really really good, and that that team should have been a Final Four team. Um, if IU doesn't get stuck on the side of the bracket with Syracuse uh, for the 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 Victor Oladipo. Uh, Cody Zeller sophomore year season like that yeah. again another team so it's just some interesting interesting stuff you could do that for on every single program in the Big Ten probably do like a oh, what if this doesn't happen thing
0: Ben has a question in the chat uh, and any word on how Michigan scrimmage went versus Florida State um, I can be selective about what I say because uh, I'm not sure what's out there um, but <laughs> Michigan won they won the scrimmage and Florida State is a Florida State team like they were just had extreme length, uh, elite length. Like so defensively, it was so a normal Leonard team. Hamilton team. <laughs> typical Leonard Hamilton team. This just lengthy, and, and after it, just it was really hard to run. Really hard to run, uh, run anything on offense. I heard Michigan defensively was really good though. It Was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did win the scrimmage, and it was down there at Florida State, so that's always a big thing. Um, nice. and, I, and I did hear that Florida State, you know, should be, um, you know, they sh- they should be back in like their true ACC form. So, um, oh, sheesh. Well, so that's all positive. That's all
1: positive. That's that's good. So, but uh, you talk about Michigan. Uh, well, how is Illinois? Because I know you watched. I didn't get to watch any of that. So, how did they look?
0: Um, like a team who has seven new players. Um, mm-hmm. In the first, like, they're still getting their rotations together. They're still getting their rotations together. But uh, Ty Rogers looks like they're he's going to be their best defender, possibly best rebounder. Uh, they have him doing pretty much everything, whether it's being a point. Uh, they had him at the four at one point. They had him, you know, off as like a wing. Um, they moved him around quite a bit. So yeah. he played well. Sky Clark played really well. Just with this burst of speed, he looked healthy. Uh, Coleman Hawkins had a solid game. R.J. Melendez was looks like he's still trying to find himself, but he still played well and shot well. I believe he had like fifteen, but um, he's still trying to find his role as the like as the go-to scorer, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Matthew Meyer I don't think is healthy, uh, but they still play. Why do you like- say that? Like he wasn't explosive. And he was kind of right. um he was kind of running straight up and down like he has back issues. And, um and those are things that kinda of like linger. So I'm like, I'm looking at this game and I'm just like, man, he's just gotta be healthy for monmouth. Because if yeah. if they can get through the next two or three games, we'll have him play against monmouth, and then they've got a slate of like Six of seven or seven or eight games are against high, high major teams. Um, just give him that Monmouth game to kind of get back into the flow of things. Um, Terry Shannon looked athletic. They're, they're, they're going to need him to really uh, shoot the ball. He's not yeah. a one-on-one. He's, you, know, you got to create for him a bit, but he's going to be a really good shooter. One or two dribbles to the cup. He's very good. Getting him leverage <clears> in <like> golf <throat> situations is going to be good. Um the freshmen look good. Their backcourt needs to be um, – their backcourt, I will say, kind of scares me because it's all freshmen. Um, you have Ty Rogers, freshman, Sky Clark, freshman, Jaden Epps, freshman, um, Sincere Harris, freshman. All four are true freshmen. Like These aren't some like redshirt guys. These are yeah. brand new to college basketball. And that part's scary to me when it comes to their ceiling, because their ceiling is going to depend on how much those guys come along. They only need two of them to develop into, like, they got to be almost sophomores by February. Mm. You know, like experience wise Yeah, they
1: just need, they needed one experienced guard, right?
0: Yeah. Somebody that was a handleball. Yep, yeah. and then we had look okay, at like Dane Danger. Uh, he looked you no. Know, he looked like the first couple touches. It looked like he really didn't know. Like he was like processing things a bit slower, because he hasn't played a game in like two years. So, like he was, he was like thinking too much. But as the game was going on, you could tell him get real comfortable. Second half, you could see him very comfortable, um, and he looked like he belonged on the court. He was making some post moves and like scoring around the basket. Yeah, um, so he did it right. They they need they they really need Zachary Perrin for that second semester. They really mm. need him because um, because they're at the big spot is. It's that's the, the French kid, right? That's the that's the French kid who went who went post grad Okay, so, okay. because his English wasn't wasn't good enough, they couldn't admit him.
1: Right. Post-grad. So he went post grad, and he's going to join so them he went eventually.
0: Post yeah. and he's not playing; he's just practicing there. He's practicing okay. there, and yeah. he's around English speakers all the time, and and like he's just working on that just to make sure that he's that he could be acclimated to at least, you know, passing his classes, just to. to got it. Class. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, um. I think they're they're gonna need him eventually because they have Coleman at the four. They played a lot of run and jump, a lot of pressure, where Coleman was on the ball in full court. Sometimes they would jam the first pass. Sometimes they would wait to uh, wait to jam around half court. Um, Sometimes they would wait to jam until until in the front court. So they switched up their defensive principles a bit. Uh, they're switching pretty much to one through five when Coleman's in the game. Uh, they're going to drop coverage when Dane's in the game. So that's going to be a communication thing and understanding, hey, who's in the game, who's not, especially those young freshmen, not because your coverage is changed based off of who's in the game. So if your coverage is one thing when Dane's in the game and then there's a sub, you have to be dialed in. You can't be worried about a turnover that, that just happened. You can't be worried about a shot that just that, that just like airballs or hit the backboard or whatever, you right. still have to be dialed into. Okay, who are the personnel on the court? So when I hear certain calls, I know it's a switch, or I know it's a it's you know drop defense. So I'm going <laughs> over, or or if it's a non-shooter, I'm going under. You know what I mean? Um, yep. That's going to be be really important for them. And uh, I think I hit pretty much everybody. They're, they're, they need shooting, bro. They need shooting. Uh, Sky Clark, I think, shot the ball about eight times from three. He looked really confident. If they could get him going and Terrence going, uh, and RJ uh, shooting at least thirty-six percent from three, if they if they can get those three guys shooting at least thirty-six percent, they're gonna be all right. Speaking of thirty-six percent, Race Thompson
1: in the Indiana stream is three of four from three.
0: Ooh, that's seventy-five percent. Race Thompson? Yes, sir. That's all Big Ten for you, Race Thompson from Indiana.
1: Uh, I'm telling you that. And and you know what? All right. So, Indiana scrimmage quickly. They played Marion, who's actually a pretty decent uh, NIA school. Um, and they have a bunch of transfers, I think from D2, D3 transfers in. So, they're a pretty decent team, actually, for NIA. Um, and uh, they looked bad against Indiana, but that that's to be. No, that's understood. But and his Indiana looked pretty decent. Again, Trey Jackson Davis wasn't playing. Uh, I figured out what it was. Uh, I got some insider info. There's something up with his his non-shooting thumb. So his right hand probably like did something in practice to it, and they're just holding him out for now. And then uh, Tamar Bates has like a lingering foot injury. What's that?
0: Wait. So that so that was TJD.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can see it too. Because post game, his right hand has like a little bit of like a soft, like like one of those finger protectors and like like a
0: gotcha. uh,
1: soft wrap on it. He should be fine. I guess it's not shooting hand. He's a lefty, so um, it's whatever. What?
0: Who's the other one?
1: Tomorrow uh, Bates. Uh, Bates. Yeah, he's got a bit of a foot issue. Wasn't it a boot though? But they're just. Uh, I think they're just trying to wean him back as well. Um, and again, it's just a stupid scrimmage at home against an NAIA school, so why play them? Uh, Renew looked good though. I will say takeaways from this game. Uh, the freshmen looked really good. Shafino had 11. Renault had 14. Um, they both attempted a three. Uh, I think Indiana we were talking about you were talking about coverages for for Illinois. Indiana also switches everything, um, and Renew coming off the bench gives them the ability to do that all game long. Uh, they will be switching on defense one through five the entire game. Uh, he looks super athletic. And again, like a freshman, like super athletic freshman, you think like, oh, like a little bit out of control. No, not one bit. Um, complete, completely in control. There's a couple shots he made where uh, he got a rebound and then came back down full body control. Um, just like looked like he was in one motion, then just went right back up again, put it up, um, got the layup. Uh looking really good and again tried a three, took it off the bounce from the top of the key um himself and drove on a guy and got a layup scored. Uh Hood uh finished through contact again, looked like a guy, and he started by the way. And from what I've heard from behind the behind the scenes in the program, they don't expect him to be there next year. Uh they think he's a one and done, he's gone at the end of the year, he'll be drafted. Um they think he's that good. We'll
0: see. We'll see about that. This we will see,
1: but the pro the programs that they're like actually like planning again because we have Cooper, not Cooper Cup. We have um, <laughs> we have um, Cooper Cup. I would say Cooper Cup. Uh, we've got Gabe Cups coming in yeah. uh, next year uh, to take that point guard spot, and they're already talking about trying to get him involved in the program because they're not expecting to have a point guard on the roster going into next year. Outside of cups.
0: Program, what do you mean involved in the program?
1: Like, you know, like getting him trying to get him in early. Don't say the uh-huh. R word. Oh, don't say the R word. I'm not I'm not saying anything. All I've heard is that they're trying to to make sure that he's very comfortable for next year. That's all I'm saying. Oh.
0: Are they going to try to get him to graduate and they come in like December? And- I
1: don't. I don't think he's going to do that though. I think they're trying. They want him to, but I don't think they will because I think he wants to play one more season for his dad. Um, his dad's high school head coach, so I'd be surprised if they do that.
0: But why? Why? Are, why are y'all trying to Christian Lander? My my man. Like
1: he wouldn't play even if he came in this year. He wouldn't play. Um, he'd ride shirt. Sure. But. He'd redshirt if if he came early, but um, that's just a, some whispers. the scene. Xavier Johnson had a terrible game, but it, again, it wasn't a game that he really needed to play well at all. I was um, about to say. <laughs> yeah, you saw the box score. He's two of eleven.
0: So, yeah. Geez, did I did I tweet did I tweet Carter about that or did I no? Think- you
1: tweeted about race Thompson.
0: I tweet about race.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or it's fine. It's fine. He looked, just looked like super out of control. I, I, I think he legitimately was confused at what to do against people that were just as bad as Marion. Like he just looked like a guy that's been used to playing dudes that actually know how to ball. And then he shows up against Marion and, and he's, he literally takes one step and the guy's on the floor. Um, so he didn't really know what to do. Uh, Freshman to look out for in Indiana, as far as a team. No, people you might not know. CJ Gunn got some minutes. And he looked really good in the 33 minutes he's played, um, and he was two of three from three as well because he can shoot it. He's a he's a six foot five guard out of, out of uh, Cathedral High School in Indianapolis.
0: I seen him from Lawrence North. Somebody's gonna kill me. Gun, you got to be able to shoot the rock.
1: Yeah, no, he he got a gun. Yeah, he can shoot the rock actually, and he looked he looked really um, active on defense. Had really active hands. Um, was a very willing switcher. Really good at communicating. Was pointing out switches and stuff like that. Um, which is there's like something I look no out for.
0: for though, right? There, there's just no time for him. Right?
1: At the two, there is absolutely. I think he can come off the bench there. Um, at the two, because I, I think Hughtschaffino is going to start. Johnson's going to start. Um, and then the backup point guards. Uh, right now looking like Trey Galloway uh, off the bench, and so he can play next to Trey Galloway almost as a one um, because Trey Galloway is more of a three. So play at the one, but as a, as an off guard, uh, I think he can do that. And then um, have again, Tarmay, Tamar Bates back there as well. Again, Indiana goes 10 deep. Uh, Geronimo was first off the bench. I'm trying to think about rotations wise Geronimo first off the bench and then uh, Trey Galloway was the second guy off the bench. Both of them look pretty good. Both made threes. Uh, so Indiana's looking pretty decent. But, again, it's against an NII a high a school, so, of course, they should look good. But, you know, Louisville can play uh, a Division II school and lose, so you never know.
0: Did they lose?
1: Yeah, they they lost by 10 at home.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> when
1: did that happen? That happened today. That happened this afternoon, 4 o'clock. I, I tweeted about it. Oh. I, tweeted, I tweeted a SpongeBob picture about it.
0: I got to do my first yikes of the year
1: then. I was about to
0: say, I was waiting for you to tweet about it. Nah, bro. I, I took a long nap tonight, bro.
1: I don't blame you. man. Ryan. they
0: from, I believe, North Carolina.
1: By the way, they had 10 wins Division II last year. This is not a good Division II team. This is a bad Division II team. They lost by 10 at home, scored 47 points. That's they looked awful. I, I caught the last five minutes of the game. I I swear to you, there are teams in the Ohio Valley Conference that are going to not win a conference game this year that have better guards than Louisville. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay, wait a minute. Let's look through the. Uh, before we get off here, let's look through yep. the, the. Hold on. Give me something. I want to see. I think Iowa had a scrimmage at some point. That's tomorrow against Truman State. Yeah. <clears throat> the DTM Plus, I try to um, we'll Okay. So let's go to the let's go to Louisville schedule right quick. See if there's any bye games that we're gonna be like going they get or Oh, they play
1: Gonzaga. Oh, that's women's basketball. They don't want to show men's basketball. They just went straight to men and, to women's for me. I looked them up. Okay, there we go. Oh, they play Arkansas. Oh good lord.
0: Whoa, whoa. Bellarmine about to get in them <laughs> Bellarmine about to cut them dudes to death. Yeah. Ooh, Bellarmine's gonna be tough. Western Kentucky's gonna be tough. Woo-wee.
1: Florida A and M. Think got a chance? Roll in there, HBCU? No, 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 no. no. No, no.
0: Because Florida, and by by that time, let me see how many wins they're gonna have. Not a lot.
1: Louisville plays Arkansas, Kentucky. I play UNC every year, but Kentucky and Arkansas in the non-con.
0: That sucks. Sucks for them. Man, Florida AM plays at Oregon, at Portland, at Oregon State, at Miami, at Florida, at Georgia, at Louisville, at Kentucky, at Purdue. Good
1: for them. They got a paycheck.
0: A couple times over. Any, I, don't, I don't even see any role games on here. Yep, they're just getting—they're just getting paid. They're getting that check. They got the—we getting paid tour going.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. So. Look out for the yeah. You now no, Bellarmine actually legit could win that game. Yes. First game too next uh, next Tuesday, Wednesday next Wednesday. Whee. Ooh, whee. Who's Michigan's first game against again?
0: Um, they to be there okay. with the on the second, I yep. See. I believe they play Ferris on the second. That's an exhibition, uh, and then they play. Um, who they got, bro? Who they got? Who these jokers got? <sighs> they got Purdue Fort Wayne. Then they, then they're in the. Um... Hey, you watch out for Purdue Fort Wayne.
1: Those, those guys can ball, man. <laughs> I have to tell you, I've seen IU losing them twice now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then they play in the Amani Base show, showcase.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: believe that he's back
1: in playing now, right? He got yes, he got a second chance, right?
0: He's back playing. There's footage out there from an exhibition they had a couple days ago. So yeah, I think he had 27 on like 27 shots hit 27 20
1: not efficient but twenty-seven's nice
0: <laughs> they're trying I see uh, Indiana didn't uh, schedule uh, Purdue Fort Wayne this year
1: I I, you really wonder why they they didn't um, it's kind of crazy honestly that we need that in-state rivalry
0: they had enough of the shenanigans
1: Absolutely, I know the shenanigans. I I never want to see Indiana State or Fort Wayne on the schedule again, ever, or Valpo for that matter. Get them all off the schedule. That, they want that's to play
0: what us. Did with Oakland for the longest. So he was like, he was like, yo, like there's no benefit of of playing them, like none. No,
1: there's there I, there is actually none, um, and it's also why the Crossroads Classic was dumb. Um, <laughs> That was just really dumb. Again, we replaced – like, sorry to the Butler and – the one Butler and one uh, Notre Dame fan that's listening to this. I'm sorry. You're just not as good as Kansas, Arizona. Like, I'm sorry. You just get better games in that slot. Um, <laughs> you're not. My bad. Oh. But I'm excited. I got to go to the Vegas, see IU play Arizona, and then I'll be – I'm going – I'm getting a press pass, and I'll be going to the Kansas game in Lawrence. So that'll be fun. That'll be my first time. I haven't been to Allen yet.
0: That should be so. fun. That should be a lot of fun, bro. That should be a lot of fun, bro. Oh, All right. I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, I I'll think so. See. We hit everything. Yeah, I'll shut it down. Yeah, Walker is getting into everything tonight. <laughs> this dude is on two different – Sets of Spider-Man uniforms. He still doesn't know which one he wants to wear right tomorrow. So, it's oh nice. yeah, tomorrow's Halloween. I forgot. Yeah, so he's got like the regular Spider-Man, the like the blue and red. But then we got him the Miles start Spider-Man, the black one with like the red. That one looks pretty dope. But we'll see what he ends up doing. We'll see what he ends up doing. So, Sounds good. All right. Well,
1: I think that's it, right?
0: That's it, bro. I'll talk to you. Thanks to everybody for coming in and chilling and kicking it. Have a good Yeah, out? appreciate it, guys. See ya.